You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Sunday, April 29th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Dogs and Concepts, Learning Beyond Behaviors. Every dog owner's idea of dog training is a little different. That's not surprising. We all have different requirements for our dogs. The family dog that is a playmate for the children needs different training than the herding dog that works most days in the field tending to livestock. The same is true for the urban dog who will spend much of her day amusing herself indoors compared to the farm dog 
who gets to spend his time outdoors with the other family dogs. Even though we all train for different lifestyles, there are some common things we expect and train our dogs to do. Behaviors like sit, down, and stay are pretty universal as are directional behaviors like off or here. But there is other learning going on while we train and live with our dogs that may be more or less obvious to us. One of the most critical things our dogs need to learn from us is how to read humans. There's an old saying among some dog trainers that goes something like, Every minute you are not training your dog, your dog is training you. I can't quite agree with all of that because I don't believe my dogs have an agenda that they are actively trying to train me to follow. Instead, I would say that every minute you are not training your dog, your dog is still learning, but you may not know what she is learning. As her caretaker, I am the single most important element in my dog's life. Learning as much about me as she can is understandably a high priority. She quickly learned the routine that means we were going out for a walk or that dinner was being prepared. She learned when to stay quietly to one side when I'm busy or to come and cuddle if I had some downtime to relax. Our dogs do a remarkable job of learning our habits and signals, even if we don't realize we're putting them out there. Teaching my dog how to sit or come are behaviors. I'm asking her to do something. By contrast, dinner time or going for a walk would be more like concepts. There's nothing for the dog to do, but they have learned enough to watch for our subtle signs and use them as cues to determine what's happening next. Our dogs do understand other concepts, like bedtime and settle down. Perhaps the most startling example I have heard about dogs and conceptual learning came from professional animal trainer Ken Ramirez. Ken pointed out that guide dogs for the disabled are able to naturally account for the space requirements for both themselves and their human when moving through crowded areas or doorways. Now there is a concept. Will both of us fit? If our dogs are capable of understanding concepts, are we able to teach them concepts on purpose? Trainer Ken Ramirez would answer with an emphatic yes. Ken has worked at Chicago's Shedd Aquarium for over 20 years, training marine mammals, birds, and a variety of other animals at the facility. As Executive Vice President of Animal Care and Animal Training, Ken has pioneered some interesting training experiments, including having dolphins learn new behaviors by watching another dolphin perform them. In essence, teaching the dolphin to do what that guy is doing. Of course, we humans have already taught our dogs some concepts, even if we don't normally call it that. Teaching a dog to track a particular scent is an example of the concept matching to sample. It's basically saying, find me one of these. The dog has to understand the concept of matching in order to perform the tracking task correctly. But can we teach other concepts to our dogs? In the sport of agility, some competitors focus on what are called directional cues for left and right. These are not behaviors, but information that goes with other cues for behaviors. Ken Ramirez calls these modifiers because they are paired with these other cues. For example, you could say left jump or right tunnel to indicate which particular piece of equipment the dog should take next. And this idea could be taken further to teach dogs concepts like far and near, taller and shorter, higher and lower, 
bigger or smaller, etc. Let's come back to that idea of what we might not realize we are teaching our dogs. There are a few concept lessons that we are giving without thinking about it. One of the most basic concept lessons happens to be when we choose to scold or correct our dog for something we do not want them to do. Our dog may or may not understand the thing that we are punishing them for. We hope they do. But the lesson that they are certain to take away is a knowledge of what it is we are willing to do to them. Whether it's a harsh verbal reprimand, a smack on the nose, or being banished to their crate for half an hour, our dog now knows that under the right circumstances, their human is capable of inflicting that particular punishment on them. They learn something about who we are as caretakers. The same could be said of any training or life situation. Think about how you approach training or working with your dog. Does your dog get it wrong more than they get it right? Do they get scolded more than they get rewarded? This can affect how your dog conceptualizes working with you. In raising my own dog, Tiramisu, I intentionally introduced a few concepts into her training routine. Because we were training for the sport of dog agility, it was important to me that Tira learned that responding to several cues before receiving a reward would always be worth her effort. Typically, agility courses will be made up of 12 to 24 obstacles. That means that Tira would have to respond to that many cues before getting any kind of reward for her efforts. So, when she was six months old, I began training the concept, Stick with me, this is going to pay off, I promise. The methodology was simple. Our normal dinner feeding routine included asking for a behavior before putting down the bowl. By six months of age, Tira already had a repertoire of more than 20 different behaviors that I could ask her to do. I began to vary our dinner routine by sometimes asking for one behavior and sometimes asking for two behaviors before putting down the bowl. I gradually increased the number of behaviors I would ask for, but always the end result was a big bowl of dinner. Worth the effort? You bet. Another element I added to this training was variation. My progression was not linear. One day I would ask for two behaviors before putting dinner down. The next day might be five, or three, or six, or even just one. By building both the total number of behaviors I would ask for, sometimes as many as 13 or 14, and varying how many I would ask for on any given day, Tira learned the concept that she should continue to follow direction and that it would eventually lead to a good result for her. I had taught my dog perseverance. In an interview with Julie Gordon for ClickerTraining.com, Ken Ramirez says, quote, When we limit ourselves or our dogs, we also limit our view of what is possible. Unquote. Thinking beyond the usual boundaries of standard behavior training allows us to explore what is possible with conceptual training. If I can teach my dog perseverance, what else might be possible? Teaching foundation learning skills like mark and reward training and shaping are essential in giving your dog the tools necessary to explore and learn concepts. It's an investment that we make in our dog's education. Just as we prepare human children with basic arithmetic skills in preparation for higher-level mathematics like algebra, we need to prepare our dogs with the skills and the motivation to work without fear of reprimand as they explore. This is where positive training excels. Reward what you want and ignore the incorrect response. Your dog learns a very important concept. There's no harm in trying. Speaking from my own training experience, concept training 
has been a great deal of fun and opened up tremendous creative possibilities for me and my dogs. It has stretched me as a trainer into new areas and made me think outside the box to get what I want. Using mark and reward training or clicker training has given me a dog that is eager to explore and experiment along with me. I would encourage you to expand your own training adventure and see what concepts you can teach your dog. Some of you have already started, I'm sure. Let's push beyond old limitations and see what is truly possible for dogs and for trainers. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus, free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com.